Welcome into the Barrett Inn. I'm Matt Workman. I'm joined by Joe Goodman. Joe, how are you doing today? I am. Uh, I am so ready for the weekend, Matt. Uh, it's been a. Uh, it's been one hell of a work week. That's, that's what I have to say. How, how's your week gone? Well, um, a lot like last week, except the other child has strep and and flu, so still got sickness in our house. So. It is uh, exhausting. On top of everything else, on top of still having regular daily duties. So, yeah, that that sick kid, sick kid uh, was my week last week. This week, it's just been like everything for work. Let's see. Here's the thing you'll learn if you have like more children is if one child gets ill, the likelihood of your other children later on getting the same illness is pretty high. So yeah, I'm, my, I'm, oh, I'll be, my. I'll be 35 in a couple of weeks. So I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm prepared for, for going through baby stuff again. So we, we I think we're probably sticking with one. <laughs> yeah. So like I was, I was 30 when my oldest daughter was born and then 31 for the second one. So, yeah, I think if I was a little younger, when we had our first kid, then I I might have considered it, but no, I'm I am uh I am in no rush to get back to like the infant stages. Like the first year, the lack of sleep is just I don't know if I could do it again. Yeah, that's what <laughs> being a dad's my favorite thing in the world. Like yes. I, it's it's the coolest it's the coolest shit ever. Like I love it. I love everything about my son. I just I just don't want to do infant stuff ever again. And I'm 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 months yeah. away from never having to change a diaper again. <laughs> so that's let's that is like life changing. The like when they move out of the diapers, and then like I don't know like how is he on? Like for us, it was like when they stopped eating like baby food. Oh, dude, he it was he like is, he's, he's a champion eater. Like that okay. is, I do not miss making formula. I don't miss like yeah, so many bottles. Like washing bottles was the worst thing. Oh and, yeah, oh for sure. And dude, washing bottles is 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 it? It's its own little hell. And for me, like people would ask us like when our kids are a little bit older more like independent they're still young but like you're gonna have any more children i was like i don't think so because like they go to the restroom by themselves and feed themselves and now it's even better when i first got married to my wife we had been married we had been married for a little while uh for a few months and my my father-in-law Pulled me aside one day and was like if y'all are gonna have kids you should probably do it sooner rather than later because uh i'm getting kind of used to not having to ever change a diaper again as a grandfather yeah because <laughs> she's the youngest in her family and both of her brothers had already had kids that were growing up so he was like <clears throat> he was kind of like you know hey I'm, I'm old so like if you're gonna throw a baby into my life let's do it certainly. oh yeah now i'm super spoiled because if one of my daughters comes and says I want a grilled cheese sandwich, I say, "Well, go make one." Go make one. Yeah. I don't. I don't have really. And they can do chores. Oh yeah, it's like I need this. I need all these things done today. Like you, you. Do you when was the last? Have you? Do you take out the trash, or is that like one of their? Things? I take out the trash. That's the kind of thing I think is like that's my like soul. Like, 
only dad thing is I take out the garbage. Do you unload the dishwasher? I don't unload. Oh, you do. You, that's that's my dream. Right I'll, I'll say this: I don't exclusively. I'll unload the dishwasher if it needs to be done. However, I do like load the dishwasher because I don't I'm have a problem psycho- with loading. I have never I'm had a, a problem psychopath, with and it has to be done the right way. And I get very oh, like, dude. Upset. I am. I, you would hate me. I I, am, I get very I upset if it's not done correctly. Dishwasher loader. Oh no! That, yeah, that would drive me crazy. So like, I get I have to redo it anyway. So I'm, I might as well just do it. Gotcha. I don't mind loading, like rinsing, and like doing. I just I hate unloading the dishwasher, but unfortunately, it's my wife has like a further visceral hate than it. So I I take that on. I it's probably like eighty twenty. I think like I probably do it eighty percent of the time. Uh, she still does it like a fifth of the time. I would say. She does plenty of other stuff. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but that's like her one thing. And so I cannot wait till my son's old enough to just completely take unloading the dishwasher off my plate. Yeah. So we'll have our kids do that. That's a, that's a big like child chores. Like I need you to unload the dishwasher. Yeah. It's Easy. it's simple. It's like you take things out and stack them. So, so yeah, um, that's, uh, but that's where we're at. We've had like yeah, we got sickness. From, we got from sick daughter to to unloading the dishwasher. So we're just we're right on track for what the Bearden is. Plus, I think we, we this will probably be a little bit of a delirious episode because we're this this might be the latest we've ever recorded. Probably, I don't know it's if we've done the ten o'clock yet or before. I don't know. We maybe I know we've we've gone late into the night. I, th- I feel like we recorded like late after a football game once or something. I don't remember. Um, but I, I have a I have a question for you before we get into sports stuff. Okay. All right. So I we got asked this question um from friend of the pod, um, the resident Baylor volcano expert herself, Bayloretta. Um she asked my favorite question um when I asked if anybody had questions for us as super geniuses to answer this week. She wants to know what is the best screw head drive. You know, head or drive combo, um, which means like, what's the best? Do you have? Uh, are you a flathead guy? Are you a Phillips guy? Are you a hex guy? What's what's Matt's screw head of choice? Um, I tend to be a Phillips guy because uh, most things I've come across have almost exclusively been Phillips. However, I could see the utility in like a um. A flathead because in a pinch you can use it in a Phillips screw. You know what I mean? Um, I am I am very much a flathead guy because uh I have stripped in my life so many Phillips heads. Um, and I don't think I've ever stripped a flathead. And my other like and I, I even told her I said I have a strong opinion on this one. Like I am hardcore flathead guy. I you were correct in that I think there's like more Phillips stuff out there, and that's mainly like it's supposed to have like more points of contact and be better. I think is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, no. I'm looking at my desk right now, and I was like, I'm looking at like a, Phillips, a bunch like, of Phillips screws. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say that like the other thing about a flathead is if you get into a pinch with a flathead, like you can use like a knife to unscrew it. True. Like there, are, you can do you that get with anything the Phillips too. That's a like. Well, it depends I mean, on the kind of Phillips, but yeah, you, there's there's things, but it's easier to just like jab a knife into a flathead and turn because there's it's, it's just right answer. there. You just slide it in. It, it doesn't like it can't pop out. 
I got the real the real dad answer is I have a screw set that has every type of like head you need. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. limit myself. Well, no, like, but you've never been in a situation where you just don't have a screwdriver. Like you're not yeah, at your house. You're right. And it's, it's more often than not, it's a knife. Yeah. yeah and you end up using a knife. So I, I think there's not a lot of times that. I'm can like, we agree that can we, I agree need a that, screwdriver and I have a screwdriver. Can we agree when that I need a screwdriver? The worst, I don't though? What can, can we agree that hex is the worst? Oh, for sure. No, like doubt. you That's and your stupid almost little, useless. yeah, you stupid little special screwdriver for a special screw that is so rarely come across and and the like you can you can buy a screwdriver like a good screwdriver that has a hex head and you can put there i have hex bits for my drill right but yeah like 90 percent of the time it's some tiny little hex screw that you have to use the the little like hex crowbar and they have no leverage. They're the worst things in the world. I hate them so much. I bought like this hex, like um, it's it's like a, it's almost like a pocket knife with all the different like sizes. Got it. Yep. And it's just like I, it's so much better than like you said the little like L shaped like tool, and it's just so much more useful. But yes, I rarely use it. Yeah, yeah. Hex is the worst. Uh, I see. I, my tier is like flathead Phillips hex. That's where I go. Also, here's the, here's what you do. Here's what I have. I have like a a power screwdriver, or it's mm-hmm. it's both. You just flip it around. Yeah, flathead. Okay. Go ahead, flip it around. And that's the th- that's what I use more than anything. Is just and also, like I said, it's it's powered, so it's battery operated. So I do a lot less work. I just push a button. Do I want to go forward or backwards? Yeah, this is fair. Yeah. That's one of the just, first things I got a, whenever we, I was married was that. Just get an impact driver with, with a good set of heads and you're good to go. Sure. You're good. You're set. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Drills for holes, impact drivers for screws. From, don't, don't oh, thank, thank you like for the question, Etta. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Etta. All right. I guess the people want to hear some sports stuff. That's probably You know what? I'm kind of. There's been some. I'm, I'm really like, I'm, I'm, I'm it hasn't it hasn't been a good sports week. Well, I mean, and for me personally, there's been some rough like stories in the sports world, not necessarily Baylor related, but just yeah. men's basketball related. And this kind of happens when there's any type of like scandal or where you get to the point where you're like, you know what? I'm kind of just don't want to talk about sports. I'm kind of like because of like the, the the horrible parts of it, whether it's a Baylor scandal or what's going on in Alabama now or Penn state, you get to the point where like, you know what? I just don't feel like it. Yeah. And so we're going to put, push uh, but there was, a, you know, there was, there was something really, there's to, to bring us to the feel good side. Cause there's, there's been a lot of like crappy stuff that's happened in college basketball over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but something that like I thought was super cool was uh, there was another tragedy. It didn't involve college basketball, but uh, at Michigan State, um, yes, there was a shooting there on that campus. Um, and there was a moment where I you you get reminded that like sports stretches beyond rivalry, and um, Michigan uh, at a home game lit up their arena, Michigan State green, which I thought was super cool. Like it's such a like minor thing to do, but that that gesture is like it, I think I feel like it means a lot 
if if you're those people like because it's like you know hey this is this is a rivalry it's a group that like in the realm of sports we hate each other like legitimately viscerally hate each other but in the realm of life like this is this is a pretty cool thing and so like i i i enjoyed that that michigan did that just very minor gesture but it's like for those of us who spend probably way too much of our time energy effort and emotions um thinking about games that kids play uh i thought i thought it was a pretty cool thing yeah it was and we really um are with the people of michigan state as they uh deal with this another circumstance that happens far too often in america but yeah so let's transition as well we can over to to baylor basketball and we don't have to go back to kansas until we have to go back to kansas for the big 12 tournament so the state of kansas was was not nice to us yeah kansas state especially because at least we we got kansas at home kansas state was not so much jerome tang just showing no love no love from his former team. Didn't return the gift. We we gave him that game in Waco. Yeah, did not. But like you, you had texted me during the game, and you could tell like they're just like they're just gassed. Yeah, the second game, and then the the Kansas game came out hot, shooting lights out, and then it turned into well, kind of what the Kansas State game was like. It's, and I saw some people tweet this. It's kind of like you're watching like a layup line. Whenever yeah. Baylor's on defense, and uh, so they're yeah. just like There's... unimpeded to the basket. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, you, I don't you can't really, but I mean this is kind of the been the how it looks like with Baylor this year where they'll run all these string of games in a row wins or you know go on a good run and then you can tell like well they're just like they've hit a wall. And then yeah, they, and it's they drop like, a few in a row. Then they'll get back to a few girls. I felt like they had turned a corner there um, for a little while defensively, and I think I what I think what I really think it is happening is we're playing at a conference where the coaches that are here are very good. So you 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 change who you are a little bit. It works. Everybody gets the tape. They adjust their team even in game, I think happened in both of these games. Like there was just coaching in game adjustments at the half. Um, so I'm interested to see like, how does Scott drew alter things again? What does it look like in the tournament when, when you're facing teams that haven't seen you all year um, and you ha- haven't had common opponents against you all year. Um, I, you know, I, I'll be interested to see how that is, but I think, I think a core part of this is just that there's like Bill self and Jerome Tang are really, really good coaches. Um, Fun thing about Kansas, though, Matt, I want to know if you had heard this rumor. Have you heard any crazy rumors about the Kansas game? No. Okay, so um, for our Daily Bears, we do uh, a weekly mailbag. It's done by uh, BNT, Bear in Texas, um, on Twitter. He is an awesome, awesome dude, and he takes time out every week to collect questions from people um, and get answers on those questions around Baylor sports. One of the questions he received this week was, and and I hadn't heard, this is the only place I've heard this rumor, so I don't know if this person made it up, but it was. I thought it was funny and I would bring it up. Um, apparently, this person heard a rumor that um, there was something going on with either the height 
or size of one of the rims at the fog against Baylor. And uh, he claims that uh, that there was a rumor that explained why Kansas did so poorly in the first half and why Baylor did so poorly in the second half is because there was something going on with one of the rims. Um, and and he was it, I can't remember the context of the question, well, if it was like, should that be investigated? But I thought it was just the fun. I, I thought it was a hilarious. Rumor. Well, I had that thought because I, I watched the whole like it, the question is absolutely right is how it appeared because. Kansas was shooting horribly on that end of the floor, the first half and out the jump Baylor couldn't make any shots whenever they switched. And I had that same thought as like, it's something wrong with that side of the court because <laughs> they are both not shooting well when they're on that end. And then like, they, they, it's almost like, well, Kansas couldn't was like, they exactly flopped because they were hitting everything in the second half when they, on the other end of the court. And however, I don't think it needs to be looked at. It's, yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's yeah, yeah. I, I legit that happens for anyone listening. I don't think that this happened. I thought it was a. I just think it's a fun rumor. Um, yes, uh, I maybe, did. We see, should do a documentary about it and like look into it. Get like serial people on it. On on this kind of note too of finding like a a strange reason to explain away a loss. Um, so as you know, I am uh I'm friends with a number of folks from Iowa State. Um. And so I have I have like a little group chat with some friends from Iowa State and uh, oftentimes they will spend some time talking about their chief rival, the University of Iowa. Um, And one of them sent through a tweet (laughs) from some Iowa fans talking about how uh, I don't know what game they played. I, I don't pay that much attention to Iowa basketball, but they apparently played somebody recently and shot like three of 20 or something. Like there was some stretch where they shot like terribly in the game. Um, and the fan was blaming the ball uh, that they, that they were using and complaining that uh, it was a Nike ball or a Wilson ball. It was some, it was some kind of uh, thing that like I, everybody should be forced to use the same kind of ball. The, the reason we shot poorly was because this team uses this kind of ball. And I was like, are, are we serious right now? Like, are we seriously? Are you going to sit here and tell me that your team lost because they used because the team used a different ball? It's a basketball. Yeah, it's that's the world of um, like message boards. You see that a lot. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, kind of it, it's, ble- it's, it's bleeding over to Twitter, like Twitter <laughs> and like even like personal, you know, tweet or not tweet, but personal like group messaging. You're right. That has like a strong message board genius feel. Yeah, of like you know you know what's happening. Yeah, I got it from a good source because they, you know, you're like, okay, buddy, you're the dude of WVU. Yeah. So, so yeah, th- I hadn't heard that. However, I had that thought, but then it left my head as soon as I like looked. I, you know, it's like I'm not gonna go into it and like, you know what? I need to let more people know about this. Yeah. I uh, uh on the Baylor the Baylor front though I I'm not overreacting. It was uh, they played two games in a row on the road. Um, and I think I think they're I think they're tired, um, but yeah. they played two games in a row on the road um, in two of the tough environment, toughest environments in college basketball, one of which might be the toughest environment in co- uh, college basketball behind maybe only Cameron. Um, and and that's the fog. Uh, not only are they tough environments, but they're very, very good teams and they have very, very yeah. good coaching staffs. Um, really hoped to go one and two on that road trip, but um, I think like we even talked about this, like the 
the whole like refereeing thing we were talking about like it is a thing when you're there yeah but that wasn't that no that, that wasn't it and they couldn't yeah, hit shots I, in second half or and also play defense so yeah and play defense i'm so happy so i didn't really get to watch the kansas game um i as i mentioned last week like i was uh i was working at a a rodeo event and so like i i had some downtime so i was constantly looking at the score and there was a couple of times where i would watch like two or three minutes during the first half um on my phone and when the first half ended um i was tweeting a little bit i had some free time and there was a guy that was where i was that was wearing a ku hat and i really 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 wanted to walk up to him and just be like hey do you see the score um and I am so glad that I didn't. <laughs> well, if you want to know the truth, I know what happened in the Kansas game. Okay. So, Tell friend me. of the pod, Scott Spainsmith, slept through the first half, woke up, and started watching the game for the second what an, half. What an asshole. I know, right? Like, he tweeted, like, he texted me that, and I was like, oh, so it's your fault. You're the reason. You should have just That's not cubed, watched it. man. If you wake up. You can't trust you can't trust S cubed. And you are doing anything and you look at the score and say, Oh, we're up 16, and I haven't watched a single minute. I'm not going to watch any other. I'm not gonna watch it at all. I'm just not I'll I'll catch the final score. Wow. Talk about selfish. Yeah. Do you remember that time that you and I were in Waco together going to the Oklahoma State game and he came to Balconies with us, but then refused to go to the basketball game with us because he quote wanted to hang out with his kids? What happened that game? Oh yeah, we won. Player blew him out. So yep, yeah, and he wasn't planning on watching to to hang out with his kids. Selfish, Scott. Stop watching. Stop watching Baylor basketball. Yeah, Scott. Stop watching Baylor basketball. Stop That's it. the only option I think we have. Yeah. He has to go to Balconies before every game and then not watch the game. Not watch the game, or just take a nap. Either way, if it's on the road, take a nap. Well, we have a chance to avenge uh, those yeah. losses. We come home this weekend uh, and we play who, Matt? The soon-to-be SEC-bound team, one of them, from the south of us, University of Texas. They are, what are they? Um, they're in, like, top five? They're top ten. Top ten? Yeah. yeah. They're number eight. Number eight right now. Okay, and then they're probably like number two in in the conference standings. They are current. No, they're tied for first with Kansas. Tied for first, okay. So yeah, uh, would you rather Kansas win the conference again or Texas? Oh, well, Kansas. Yeah, same. Okay, good. You're 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 you answered correctly. Yeah, I don't Texas win anything in the Big Twelve. Yeah. Once they leave, I don't care. Yeah. But while this year, they can uh, have their swimming and diving. Yeah, I mean, for like the rest of this 22 basketball season and into 23 next year, no, I don't want them to win anything. I don't want them to win anything in football next this coming season. So, so no, I'm happy being like Kansas, Baylor, being like the top basketball teams in the conference. Yeah. No. Yeah. We Texas. won last year. They can win it this year. Yeah, we so. need the – and what's great is they have three games left on the season they have at us at tcu in kansas yeah 
So they could lose three in a row to close the year out, end up 11 and seven. And uh, we don't have to worry about them. So we have Texas on Saturday. And I know Iowa we closed with Iowa State. Is that it? Uh, we have one more. Is there a game in between uh, there? Do we have? Oh, uh, we have uh, uh, Oklahoma State on the road. Okay. Yeah, that's who we have left. So yeah, we have uh, we have Texas at home, uh, and but then we have it's a big Monday game, so it's a two day. It's a you know only one day off, so we have big Monday, okay. big Monday at Oklahoma State. Yeah, at Gallagher Iowa, and then um, okay, we end the next Saturday against Iowa State, and that network has not been decided. So it's, I mean, we depending on what happens in those two games or what Iowa State does, like that could be another CBS game for us. Yeah, um, I think you want to be. I mean, you want to win all three, but I think two and one is kind of like you have to be. In these next yeah. two games, you have to be two and one. Yeah, and I think like right now, like if we lose to Texas, like we're you know we're not winning the conference. <laughs> That's just oh, we're not winning the conference anyway. You think, There's you three think games still, left, and we're two games back. No, I mean so it's mathematically you still could, right? Yeah, but we're not. It, 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 get that thought out of your head. It's not happening. Maybe Kansas Kansas isn't going to lose two games. They could lose to Texas. I don't. I don't know. That's the only one I know they have. They <laughs> could, but they they have West Virginia Tech and, and Tech. Tech. Texas Tech is playing both at home. Really good basketball. Both at home. West Virginia and Tech at the Fog. West Virginia understand. Texas Tech could be Kansas. No, not in the fog. This year's Texas Tech team. They're playing yeah, way they better played basketball a little bit right better now. recently, but no, they are not winning in the fog. They beat You're Texas. a crazy person. They... I'm an eternal optimist, Joe. It's not happening. Kansas right. is going at minimum right. to an Going against likely... your people. Going against your Texas Tech people. That, that's what you want to do. I mean, you have to live in your house, but that's fine. Like, they are, there's... It, it is not happening. Okay. I'll it pull happens, a Cyclone Larry if, if it happens. When it happens, I'm going to pull this. I'm gonna say, That's what's going to play before the podcast. Do it. <laughs> Do it. If Texas Tech beats Kansas, pull this out and just put it all over Twitter. Um, send it to my employer. You know, every everything, anything you got to do. I'll say you can you can't trust Joe Goodman. Listen that's to this. True. He's an idiot. What a moron. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think Baylor could. I mean. Baylor's going to win. Baylor can win this game. this game. It's at home. We played terribly huge. against them in Austin and we still could have won that game. Baylor. I mean, I will say this. One thing I will miss is that we really, as a fan base, hate the University of Texas for a lot of different reasons. And a lot of them have been, you know, recent because of recent like statements or actions by um, by the University of Texas towards Baylor. Pretty much doing everything they can to like crush our competitiveness on a couple different occasions. But it's going to be a pretty intense crowd. I uh, I honestly won't be surprised if there's a significant amount of burnt orange in the crowd. Yeah, I mean that's always the case. We have a, the game's been sold out for two weeks. Yeah, and there's a lot of 
local. There's a lot of local Texas, Texas fans, fans, and Austin's 90 minutes away. Yeah, Austin's super close. So yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah, there's going to be a significant amount of burn orange in this game, but the student section should be pretty crazy. But I, either way, I, I, I think Baylor wins this basketball game. Yeah, I agree. I think I Baylor don't have a line on it. Have you seen a line for this game? Uh, I haven't. But no. I haven't really been looking. So, are Actually, you? Yeah, are you I looking have right not now? seen a line for this game. Let me see if I can find anything. Yeah, I want ESPN doesn't have anything right now. Yeah, I, I haven't seen. First. I haven't seen a line. It's just Which is yeah, really no weird because it's well, number there's eight no line. Number there's no line for any Big Twelve game. Huh? I guess they'll all come out tomorrow. ESPN. I would have thought these would have been out for days now already. I mean, yeah, there's no. Let's see. Nope. I mean, not on ESPN now. Maybe if you're like go to other gambling sites, they may. I'm I'm absolutely sure they have some. Let's see. Well, hold on. Okay. I think I've got us here. We're going to go to college basketball. Yeah. And we're going to we're going to see if we can uh we can figure this out to find a line cuz there's got to be a line for this game already, hasn't there, Matt? I mean, I would think so. I mean, it's Thursday night. Yeah. They 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 should have had this up already. Let's see. Men's college basketball. We're going to go down to the Big 12. Just the the most um thrilling content as i, I search know, we're just for looking it. we're looking we're both like google search for, for the line. betting lines because i agree with you that there should be a line and here we go regular season versus the texas longhorns and Mm-hmm. I don't want today. I don't want today. Weird that I can't find uh-huh. a line for this game. It keep, I keep finding football stuff. Yeah, it's I'm not seeing one either. Oh, I think I found one. You got one? I do. Okay. All right. Um, Currently, Texas, four-point favorite. Four-point road favorite. Oh Four no! This there. is old. This is oh. old. This this is an old one. This was their home game. The home game. Okay. Yeah, I can't find a line. 
Yeah. Interesting. But like I said, like when you look on ESPN, there's no, no Big Twelve has has line. So it may be you may be right. Like it's just not. Um. Maybe it drops not tomorrow. Public. Yeah, maybe. Um. So yeah, the uh, I'm looking at Action Sports Network, and they don't have one either. Hmm. Yeah, so it must be dropping tomorrow. Matt, you know, you know where when it drops. Um, the first thing that you should know, though, because there's one place where you should go once the line drops, and that's DraftKings. Absolutely. Yeah. Just so you guys know, the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, and my segues are always really, really good, especially this summer. Uh, with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can feel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet for up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Uh, you can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA. I'm sure you got like tennis in there, too. Baseball is the big one, man. That's that's starting. Um, plus, with uh, same game parlays, spreads, money lines, over unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. There's like literally, there's props for everything. Like we talked about uh, for the Super Bowl, there was like the the Gatorade one, and there, there was a really weird one that I remember we saw too. I don't even remember what it was, but there's tons of stuff on there um, that you that you can take, Matt. Speaking of, since we don't have a line yet for the Baylor Texas game, if you were handicapping the game, what who would be your favorite, and what would the line be that you would put there? Um, I think I would probably do the opposite of what the one was. So I would say Baylor minus four and a half. Baylor minus four and a half. I would say Baylor minus three and a half. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Like I think I think it's one of those things where Baylor's up by like three. With a few seconds left, Texas fouls, and we make one or two free throws or something like that, and we win by four. Like that's kind of how I see that. Or we're like up by two, and we make two free throws, and that's how it closes out. That's how, that's how I see that one going. Um, but uh, DraftKings will have that line for us tomorrow. And best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Um, so remember to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And use promo code TPPN, that's TPPN for the Pigskin Podcast Network, if you didn't notice. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And do remember, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. And you can see our show notes for further details. Um, You know who could use $1,000 in free bets? Who's that? Uh, The Pac-12. Yeah, George Klyovkov probably could use it. Yeah, um, so things aren't going well right now from media reports, that is because they can't seem to get any media partners. Yeah, especially it's... not in like linear media, or at least ones that are willing to pay them the amount of money that they're looking for. I guess well, they're. We talked about this before. Um, so it's like the Big Twelve set the market when they when they leapfrogged the Pac twelve and the when we went early with our um, 
before the end of our media deal or the the big 12's media deal and went ahead and kind of went into negotiations with our media partners and kept our media partners and kind of set the the market because you know people can say what they want the big 12's never probably never going to get sec big 10 money that's just not going to happen it's just no it's not we do not at least where we stand today do not have anywhere near the fan base sizes that exist in the big 10 and the sec so they went ahead and made this strategic plan so we'll go ahead and go yeah they they maximized what they could for stability for another was it like six years another six-year deal to like i think 2031 something like that it's something like that so it's like we go we got more money than what we were getting per school and set the market for the Pac-12 because Pac-12 is saying we're going to get like 40 million per school or something like that, which I didn't think was ever going to happen. Yeah. And the initial number that we heard last year, a, a long time ago of yeah, kind of where they like, were yeah, like when they initially summer. started their, yeah. their, their exploratory time was 25 million was, was kind of what they were valued at. And I haven't seen a single rumor that disproves that I've seen I've seen people talk equal to what the big 12 got, but the majority of what I've seen is in a 25 to 28 range is where yeah. they're sitting. Um, but the most recent news that came out was that Apple is now appearing as a suitor because it appears Fox is completely out on them. Fox has basically said, we've got what we need. We've got the big 12. We've got the big 10. We're good. Yeah. ESP is not budging from their number. Yeah. They ESPN's- have a number that they're going to pay, but it's like you said, it's like in the, 24 to 28 range right it's it's apparently lower than and it even, would even be lower than that Who even knows? but now why would you stick to that number because no one's bidding against you so you could like right. you, said, you could go lower you could say okay i want 22 yeah uh hope i don't alter the deal further um yeah <laughs> as one of our, our our great philosophers once said um but yeah it's uh it's interesting with this Apple thing because the only thing that we have to compare it to with Apple is their deal that they have with the MLS. So the Major League Soccer here in the United States, they stream on Apple TV Plus. Um, but it's not it's not like if Amazon got this thing. So Amazon got Thursday Night Football this year. And if you have Amazon Prime, you could watch it. You don't need to pay anything extra. If you have Amazon Prime just to get the free next day shipping when you buy stuff from Amazon, you get access to to the to the football that they have. Yeah. Apple TV Plus, just to watch the MLS, you had to pay for Apple TV Plus and then pl- pay, I think it was an extra $13 on top of it to add so the MLS back. Yeah. And the MLS, it was like a $250 million deal. And there's like 29 teams or something. Like, I can't remember how many it is, but there's a lot more teams that are in the Pac-12 so that that TV deal that Apple's giving the MLS is not that much per school, and well, they're not going to pay just, top dollar for the Pac-12. Yeah, and if they're going to go with the same model where it's, hey, you, this is going to cost you even extra money because the advantage they had with Amazon was that at least everybody has Amazon Prime. Like, yeah. I, every, I don't know anybody that like I I, I probably do, but. As far as I'm concerned, like everybody has Amazon Prime and at least 
if you were looking to watch something and there was nothing yeah. good on, you could be like, well, I guess I could go over to Amazon Prime and watch the game. Also, but- the rumor I heard is Amazon wanted like they didn't want all of the Pac-12. They wanted yes, like, they wanted they wanted a games. marquee game. Yeah. So that's basically in this this new iteration you're talking about. You want an Oregon or Washington game. Right. They just wanted kind of a, a one game a week, like the, the NBC Notre Dame deal. Yeah. Like we just but get a marquee game and we're happy with that. Who's going to go into a deal with a conference with like say Amazon in this particular deal when, when Amazon's getting the best games, right? No one's going to partner with you. So it's, that. it's just so weird, man, that, and the, the other thing about if, if you sign a deal with Apple, they don't have an app for Android. I, I'm an Android user. Make fun of me if you want. I don't care. I, I, love, I love my phone. Um, but if I want to watch like Ted Lasso or Shrinking or something like that on my phone, I have to go to appletvplus.com and mm-hmm. stream it from my browser. From the browser, not from an app. Yeah. Correct. Because I, I Apple's like, you know, they're like, we're not going to put uh, an Apple app on yeah. the Google from store. From your phone. Yes. Do you That's know what the what market share for Android is in the United States? That's what I was about to bring up. Go for it. 45% of people in this country have an Android. So I heard this talking point is like, you know, people are kind of saying like, well, this wouldn't be a good deal. And they're like, what? Just have like Pac-12 on everyone's phone. But I was like, not everyone has an iPhone. Yeah. About so like half, half the country the, doesn't yeah. have an iPhone. Yeah. So, and that's, that's another thing. If you're going to go all streaming with your media rights deal. You have to, in the world of college football, when recruiting is currency, it's like you're going to limit your exposure to future recruits. Yeah. Because they're going to turn on their TV on ESPN or CBS or Fox or whatever the case may be, ABC, and they're not going to see your games. They're going to see the Big Ten, the SEC, the Big 12, the ACC. And the one thing you had going for you was like Big Twelve or Pac Twelve After Dark, where yeah, it was like oh, it's nine o'clock. You know, my kid's in bed. I'm winding down for the night. Oh, uh, my TV's still on ESPN. Oh, cool. It's it's Wazoo versus Utah. I'll watch this, and and that's kind of how that goes. ESPN doesn't need you for that. They no. they can put the Mountain West on a game. They already they have can a deal put with the Mountain BYU West. on there. Like they can put B- a BYU game. And Mountain West games. So Hawaii's always playing late. You know, Hawaii, they can put Boise. Yeah. You know, anyone can, out west. Um, they can throw something on there. Cause that's what it's those games are for dudes in bars. Like, every week and, you can have and a, guys just sitting at home wanting to keep watching football until midnight. Like yeah. And every week you'd have a BYU game on there, which is only good for the Big Twelve. Yeah. For the Here's Big my other Twelve thing. games playing every I, sing- Yeah. If you go streaming only. How many bars in this country are not prepared for that? All of them. Like, I mean, I've never been to a bar where it's we're streaming a game. It's on cable. Now, I will say the last time Baylor wasn't on TV was, I think, 2011 against Kansas uh, when we played in Lawrence. That was the last time a Baylor game wasn't on TV. It was on TV and not like modern style streaming like ESPN plus. It was on a kind of like CBS um, like package that you. it was like 50 bucks a year to get like the CBS all access thing for Baylor. And basically the game was 
uh, on the, you could go to it through the browser and it was like the in stadium feed up at the Jayhawks stadium of like what they would use for replays and stuff. And the commentary was John Morris's radio call played over the top of it. And I paid the 50 bucks for it when I worked at shorties and like had this like wonky setup where I had this long HDMI cable. I had my computer behind the bar and then like the charger stretched underneath the bar. And then I had this HDMI cable plugged up into the TV at shorties when I worked there because that we were like the only bar in town that had the game because I just like I was like, I want to watch it while I'm at work and I'll buy this thing and I'll plug in my computer on the big TV here. But like there's a lot of places that if you have the option of saying, am I going to like get my phone out? And I don't I don't I don't think you can. Cr- yeah. Even if you have the Apple TV plus app, I don't think you can Chromecast it either because Chromecast is Google. So like if you don't have a smart TV at your bar that has the Apple TV plus app on it, how, how are they going to play these games? Like there's no yeah. way they do this. There's, I mean, there's absolutely I think- no way. That Oregon and Washington agree to this. None. Well, I mean, if they do, here's the thing. Like, the only way I think Oregon and Washington would agree to any grant of rights with the Pac-12 is a, a very short deal. And you're almost guaranteeing yourself that if you have a short deal, so like right now, the way it works is like the the Big Ten and the Big 12, <clears throat> their new deals are relatively short. They they both come back up, I think, at the same time. Right? Maybe yeah. even the SEC. I'm I'm not sure how long their deal is with ESPN, the new one that starts in 2025. Um but so like they're all gonna go back to market 2030, 2031. ACC is like 2036, which is 2035. Yeah, they, they have a while. Ends 2034, uh there's ends 2034, I believe, and uh, but they will start going back to market in 2033. So it's like everyone's coming back to market around the same time, relatively close to each other. So you're going to have to have a very short grant of rights deal. And to get, I think to get Oregon Washington, because those are two schools, they are not loyal to the Pac-12. They, If they had an invite to Big Ten this last round, they're gone. They would be gone yesterday if they could yeah. be. So that's why they want to shorten because they want to hope it opens back up this next round. So they the Pac-12 may stay together this this current round, you know, get their short media rights deal. But then again, other schools, if if Oregon, if they agree to something like Oregon gets like, you know, which is not um equal revenue shares, and you're gonna give more to Oregon or Washington. I don't if you're one of those other schools, whether it be like Arizona or Colorado or Arizona State, why would you agree to that? It'd kind of be like what what the Big 12 did in the worst days with Texas is agree to that with the Longhorn Network and all yeah, that. Yeah, we, we acquiesce to them. Yeah. So you're just setting yourself up to be just have a miserable time. Absolutely. And when you have options. I don't I, I really don't think um I I think what happens at the end of this is they sign I, I they sign some kind of deal with ESPN. I, I think I think they do. I think that's what will end up happening. And you're gonna I'm, take less money. Yeah. I think it's gonna be it's they may yes, more likely than not, they're gonna end up signing and sticking together those 10 schools. And maybe they add SMU in San Diego State. 
I don't know if that adds a bunch of value for ESPN to do that. It gives them that, you know, that that fourth slot that you were talking about. No, what they what they will be doing is that's the equivalent of like knowing that your marriage is falling apart. Yeah. So you have a kid to try to save it. Like so that's, that's what the, they're gonna do. So I mean, like that you're you're either gonna sacrifice eyeballs for a little more money. Or, or and they might and you know they might not add them because at the end of the day they have to yeah, they vote. you're I, adding like, two you're adding two people that are eating the pie and if they don't if if they're going to ESPN and saying like hey you know hey ESPN you offered us 25 what if we add SMU and ESPN's like all right if you add SMU then you get 22 per school <laughs> yeah like, you're adding more mouths which I don't know without adding value like I heard a rumor that like not SMU may not necessarily have the votes to to get in. I don't from, yeah, from I the don't member think schools. They do. But I, th- I don't see how adding SMU adds any value to the Pac-12. But they absolutely I think San Diego State has the votes to get in. Because the Pac-12 absolutely has to be in Southern California. Yeah, that's that's, that's They don't have a presence in Southern California. I mean, that's like they're they're like dead men walking. They have to be in that market. Yeah, and that's the only that's your only option. Here's the thing about San Diego, though. There, I don't. They don't really care about San Diego State. There, there's a lot, a lot of people that live in San Diego that are not from San Diego. Yeah, it's 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 whole thing. You have to be able to. These other teams need to go to those homes in Southern California and recruit. Yeah, yeah, but it's still not. That's not. It's still. It's like an hour and a half from LA. I know, but that's what I'm saying. They don't have any other options. That's the only Southern school that is relatively close to being able to move up to that level yeah there's no yeah. other school yeah I just... now there's plenty of other like mountain west schools i think are probably better football teams but that doesn't help you in california yeah it doesn't help you in california but any like jason Shear, he does a great job over it i think it's called like um Wildcat Authority. It's like a Arizona two four seven site. He says like the the three options are they sign and they all stick together, teams leave, or they take less money, you know, and go only streaming. But it's going to be, but any one of those things could happen. We could wake up in a, a week and they'd say Arizona and Arizona State are joining the Big Twelve, and I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't say I wouldn't be surprised. I would be surprised. I don't think they're. I, I'm at the point now where I think, at least for next year, we don't hear anything. I don't think we're going to hear anything. It, yeah, I, I guess well, it's they have possible to. that maybe we hear something during the summer. Well, like I mean, they have the to. Same... Like Klyovkov has like, if you believe like rumors, like this is all like let me caveat it that way. He has like weeks to have like a deal in front of him. That's true. They don't have that. They don't luxury. have time. They can't because their current deal like ends. Yeah. And so it's like they. It's. I mean, this, it'll be March next week. So I mean, he he has like two weeks to like have a deal in front of the. Not just like, and not like you know like hypothetical. Here's what our internal consultants are saying. They need something from a media partner saying, here's our numbers. Yeah, I the thing with them, though, is I'm sure they have a standing offer from ESPN. Like, 
they probably have like a this is the offer, take it or leave it. And but don't you think they would have taken it by now? After all the bad, no, I think what they're doing is they. I think they're probably like think about when you have like the first pick in a draft. You don't when you have fifteen minutes, like you don't you don't take it the moment there. Like you you give it a minute to see if somebody else gives you an offer. Yeah, but their Um, time is already up, and the and the Big Twelve already picked. Right. Here's what I'm saying. Like, no, yeah, they would take the less money. Is what I'm saying. I think they've got. I think they have some kind of offer that's lower than what they want from ESPN right now, and. I think what they've said is thank you. We will consider it. And what they're doing yeah. is they are going to wait until the eleventh hour. More likely, they're going to wait till eleventh hour and they'll take that low low deal from ESPN. Exactly. They're they're that's what's going. And maybe to they'll maybe they'll couple that with like a streaming option. But I don't know why ESPN would agree to that because ESPN is not going to give up Oregon and Washington games, even for well, that. I mean, it just slot. like. You know, ESPN may may have said, like, here's the deal. We we require X number of games on our networks and we require each team has to play two games on ESPN plus or something. I don't know. Um, and the pack may say, like, OK, well, we'll go see what what Apple says. Yeah. And they they might be able to come back and say, hey, ESPN, Apple wants one game a week. ESPN can say, no, that's not what the deal says. And then it's up to them of figuring out what they want to do. Uh, but I that's what I think is going on here. I think Kliakov is I think he's waiting as long as humanly possible before he accepts anything, because I think they're afraid of leaving something on the table. And I, I don't think there's table. anything to leave on the table. I think they've probably seen the best deals that they um, can get. Yeah. I think but that, that deal that they could have gotten six months ago is not the deal they're going to get. Maybe, maybe not. Like, I mean, I think that the deal they could have gotten a year ago, Matt was just merging with us. Yeah. They could be fine right now, but we, also like there's in in the Big Twelve contract. No, I know this is gonna this is delving into like. I mean, we have, we have an theory. escalator clause, yeah. Cons- yeah, so it's like a twenty, like a pro rata twenty twenty million pro rata clause from just ESPN and our new media rights deal. Yeah. Um. So now, if ESPN, ESPN thinks ESPN like, well, I'll just pay that twenty million to, to hit that escalator, that the team has to be worth it. Like yeah. we can't just we we can't well, go no. add SMU and get that. No, money. I mean I think, but I think for any Power Five school, they it would. Oh, uh, I don't think any power. They're not going to give us that for Oregon State. Well, no, but I mean Oregon State's not going to give us that for Wake Forest. <laughs> That's not in the conversation. So, um. No, I, I think, you know, I think we'd probably get it. Basically, we would stay like nobody would let, lose money in the pie if we add Arizona. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like ESPN, instead of paying like $250 million, I could pay $20 million or yeah. $40 million for two schools, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, and get that. And get I don't, those I, same. So I still think four that games. at the end of the day, I think the ESPN, believe it or not, I think that I, I don't think ESPN wants books written about them in a few years that I they think, influenced the death yeah. of the second oldest conference that exists. But also. So I don't think ESPN is going to say, yeah, Arizona, go do it. I think I think ESPN, if Arizona says we are going to do it, ESPN will be like, fine. But ESPN is not lobbying for the big. There's, there's so many. You know, they're not lobbying for it. I mean, they may make a deal to to kill it i don't know they're businessmen so i really don't put any i don't trust them too well to be like we we very 
have this high regard for the history of the Pac-12, which is very storied. There's no doubt about it. But the storied programs are leaving. Um, but also you have to think, like, you know, like Bob Iger, he is, you know, president, CEO, head, the head of Disney, who owns ESPN. And he was in an investor call, it may have been a couple of weeks ago, and he said they're going to be more selective with content. They're not just yeah. buying everything just to have content. They've spent a lot of money they, over the last 15 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, there's a bunch of moving parts and a bunch of players. So, I think the most likely is like we've both said it's probably they get some media rights deal with somebody and they stay together in the short term. But I really don't think in the next round, I just don't think they survive long term. I don't think so either. I, For a couple of I, reasons, but I don't. Know. I don't. I don't know if the Big Twelve survives in the long term either. But well, um, no, I think they're more likely than not just because Big Twelve it does have a little bit. I mean, people in the on on that side of the on, on the West Coast, they really don't care a, a ton. Oh, that's not what matters, Matt. What matters is football. every single every all ten of us or eight of us plus the new four, all 12 of us, all right, of the new Big 12. If we got a call from the SEC or the Big 10, we would, we, yeah, bye. And the I'm moment out. that happens one more time to to one of the, especially one of the eight, it's over. Yeah. It's over. And so that's all it's going to take is if we reach the super conference thing, then... If it's if it if it's two super conferences, then well, there's going to be some teams that get pulled over. I don't. I think there's some teams in the ACC that I think you would would want to take before anyone in the Big Twelve. Yeah, currently. But if we're talking super conferences, there's no, there's going to be more than Miami, Clemson, and Florida State. When you say super conference, do you mean like twenty four? I mean, what I think we're ine- we're inevitably headed to. I think a two conference division one, essentially. Yeah, I agree. I just don't know how big it's going to be. Is it going to be? I think it'll know, be sixty teams. Is it going to be seventy-five teams? I don't think it's going to be that big. Is it, yeah, I'm saying it's going to be forty-eight. Like I don't even know if it's going to be that big. I think it might be like forty-two. Well, I mean, I, if it's forty-two, like I really think or forty-four, maybe the team like we follow teams. is probably on the outside. Huh? I think if it's forty-two, the Baylor's probably not in that group. Yeah. Oh no, I don't. I don't expect us to be. So I mean we're uh, you know we're on the outside as fans. Yeah. You know, you're I'm looking cool at like I don't UNC. care. I like I love Baylor. I will root for them whatever wherever they play. I don't care. So, so. in my mind it's like it, there you'll go to super conferences. I don't know I don't know how long that'll last. And I think eventually you get back to regionality and it's just going to be like the SWC. <laughs> now that may be like 30 years from now, 40 years from now, but you know, it's going to wear off cuz you know Teams like if you go to that super conference, there's gonna have to be a bottom of the super conference. And most of those teams aren't used to being on the bottom of their conference. No, but they're also not used but they're to also not used to making all that money. Sixty million dollars. There's got a year. to be a cap on the the money part. No, that, no. There's Why? gotta be a tune where like this is too much. We're spending <laughs> I mean talking from a from a business perspective, like you're we're spending too much money on these. Until you and I stop talking about this on the internet, like why? 
it's it is folks is the final buried in podcast yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like i mean legitimately you and i have we have paid money like this doing this podcast with both time and actual dollars is a net negative for us but we still enjoy doing it because we love college football that much like until people like us don't exist the money's just gonna keep getting bigger yeah we're sickos man we're sick you're right but you're right i am a sicko so if baylor's playing in the mountain west conference let's go i don't i don't give a shit here no we're gonna be in the big 12 until the until the sun swallows the earth it'll just the big 12 will become the southwest conference will just yeah it'll just be like baylor tcu smu rice tech (laughs) like it'll just be like the yeah yeah that's how it'll be but which is fine all right, Matt. Uh, that's enough it's, sports talk. That's enough sports. We've been, we've been rambling for a while. How long have we been yeah. talking? I don't know. A while. Yeah, we've been going it's on a long. I didn't think this like was, an I hour. Thought, when we got we've the show. Notes, this was going to be a short one. Um, I still haven't watched The Last of Us, but like you haven't progressed past episode one. No. Again, I have to watch it with someone else. Like my wife is watching it, so like. It, Again, we've had like super busy weeks. We had sick kids last week and yeah. stuff, and so like she's like They're both of get us just kind of wanted to chill. And Mandalorian so it's like, starts like in a week, and yeah. look, last it, it of us only has okay, three I'm episodes gonna... left. Yeah, I I get it, I get it, Matt. Uh, but I did. We did have some time this weekend to because uh, my mom came over and was watching the baby. I was able to go see Ant Man on Sunday. And I know you and your daughter went to go see. It. Yes. What were your thoughts on Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania? So, I've been thinking about this. When I left the movie theater, I walked out thinking, "You know, that's a good movie. I had a good time." Jonathan Majors just like kills it as King the Conqueror. And then, as you kind of this kind of same thing happened to me recently in Marvel movies. You sit with it for a while and you think like, well, that didn't make any sense. And you start like kind of picking apart parts of the movie. So, but I still, I give it, it's a, it was a, it's a solid, it's a good movie. It's fun. I, I thought of it like I thought of Thor Love and Thunder. Like, yeah, I had fun watching that. Um, I yeah. think it was dumber than Thor Love and Thunder. And there, there were definitely a lot of things that did not make sense. Um, but uh, overall, like I, it was like rated super low. And I've seen a lot of people complaining about it. I'm like, yeah. And I, as you know, like I have not been like, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Marvel of late. So it's not like I'm sitting here just like everything that Marvel does is amazing. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I would lay, I would label it as a movie that I would probably watch again. Yeah, for sure. It's a fun movie. You know, like, I was I never bored watch, in the movie. I was, you I know. wouldn't watch Eternals again. That yeah. movie was garbage, but I would watch, I would watch Quantum Mini. Like, I wouldn't watch Thor Love and Thunder again. Really? It, it was fine, but it's not something like I enjoyed it. I'm bored. I don't have anything to do in the house. I'm just gonna put on Thor Love and Thunder. It's fine. I mean, I would put uh, Ragnarok on. Like, if, yeah. I, if I'm like, I, I'm picking a Thor movie to watch, I'm gonna pick Thor Ragnarok. Absolutely. Absolutely. The things that set with me, 
after a while, I was like, well, that really wasn't an Ant-Man movie. Because Ant-Man's at his best, like the first two films, you know, he's more a street-level kind of a hero. He doesn't get into the, I mean... He also all, spent the whole movie, every whole movie getting big. That And here's something <laughs> that, that I heard someone else talk about, and I didn't, it was off to me when I was watching it, but I'm not smart enough to like pinpoint it. The, the good thing about him being big is you see the spatial relation to a normal world. When you're in this subatomic world and you're big, how does that work? Because you're subatomic. And also, I don't know how big these things are you're around to get any kind of idea how big you're supposed to be. Well, and not only that, but like you're Ant-Man. The whole, like the whole getting big thing was kind of like a, they even That's, like made, made fun yeah. of it in the movie about like how like you know like could it work or whatever like it's just so weird that they were like yeah you're not really gonna get small like the whole point of your character is that you can shrink but you're gonna get big like that's that's the thing is like and here's what what gets me is like you you go from normal size then through some technology you get so small you're in this like subatomic universe so you're you're very very like microscopic at this point so when you when you do get i mean how small can you get is because you're already like microscopic in this universe and also if you're getting big are you just getting normal size when you get big when you're when you're starting off from a point of being so small no i mean he's still he's still subatomic when he gets big yeah yeah so i mean like it's just a proportions thing is and all it is. The, the, that works in the first two films because you can see the world he's in. You're used to that world because it's the world we live in. So you have an understanding of the proportions. It just didn't work for me when you're in a cosmic world that I don't have. It's not my real life. Yeah. Do you, you want to know another uh, another issue that I did have with it? Was there was two things that it has to do with uh Michelle Pfeiffer's character Janet okay. right um a in the last one she was working with them like yeah. looking at the quantum realm at the end of the movie yes I'm glad and you brought this now up. at the beginning of the movie she's acting like what you guys are working with the quantum yeah, realm and freaks out back to the quantum realm yeah and then got snapped but still that then that leads though Maybe there's something I missed. So last time, at the end of Ant-Man 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, when he goes into the quantum realm and gets stuck, he was there, what, he said, like five hours? Yeah. Him, and then it was five years or whatever, whatever, however it was. Yeah, now they're there for days. And they even mentioned in the movie that time works different. It's like, yeah. Yeah, but how, so you go back, but it's the same. There's no no time jump. Yeah, there's no there time for... dilation whatsoever going on here. Uh, but that wasn't even what I was focused on. It was just the fact that she was like, she was acting like this is supposed to yes. be a surprise that they're doing something with the yes, quantum realm. Like, she was working with them on it in the last movie. Down to the, like she was shocked. And this is the only reason this movie exists is introduce King the Conqueror. But he's already been introduced. Well, I mean, but hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to get to my next thing. So, so that was that was number one. The other thing about her. And this is the uh, probably the biggest problem I had with this movie was 
how for whatever reason they wrote the plot to just simply be based around her refusing to tell people key information for absolutely no reason. I hate that in any movie. I hate that. She's like, we don't we don't have time to talk about it right now. We'll talk. That's what my you, you're walking through peeve. a forest. Like, there's nobody peeve. around you. You have nothing to do right now but talk. <laughs> yes. I hate that. I hate. And there's a lot of things. This is your daughter and your and your and your husband. And you're not even going to warn them about like, by the way, super being down here. Um, and some people don't like me because when I was down here, I accidentally like sicked him on them. So my bad, but thought you guys should know not. We'll talk about it later as we're walking through a forest, get out of the forest, make it to a restaurant uh, traveling this whole time. Which yeah. doesn't seem like short distances where you could have been talking about this. You get there, have a conflict. Then you get on a ship to where you have to fly somewhere else and you still don't want to talk about it yet. That uh, Let's I say this. Oh, we forgot to say this. <laughs> um, spoilers for Ant-Man. Quantumania. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight up the top because uh, we're going to talk about the movie. I guess. I guess people would have already. We've <laughs> made that it this way. I hope so. I saw it it is. It is a, a review. So, the movie's been out almost a week. Um. Yeah. yeah. That. But I will say this with Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, she is still just smoking. No <laughs> doubt about it. She's what? Like in her sixties. Doesn't matter. And she's a movie star. Whenever I mean, whenever she's on the screen, like they were showing like flashbacks, I was like, "It's like I'm watching Batman 1989 all over again." Batman, yeah. That's that's all I think about. She's is Catwoman. Still got it. And she's a movie star, and I love her. But I'll say the same thing about like Jonathan Majors. We talk about positives. Like he just kills it. He's so good. Yeah, he's really good. I have a question for you about Kang. Okay. Do you think the fact that he's been defeated twice already diminishes who he is as a villain? So I had this other conversation. So like, like so what it's, made it's Thanos, not the same Kang? It's a different. It's it's not. But what made it's a different Thanos, version of him? Like. Thanos took L's. I mean, maybe not directly, but I mean, he did send the Shatari and they took an L. And then, you know, it took. Yeah, but everybody's so scared of him. And that's the thing is like, even the when yeah. they're able to kill the yeah. first, like, there's yes. two versions of Thanos. He wasn't even, actively. I forget. He wasn't actively involved. He was sending minions to do things. Yeah. Until and they couldn't do get, it. When he gets killed the first time, when Thor kills him, like, he doesn't care. He's like, I won. He's, He's already killed won. me. Yeah. He does not fight back. Every time we see Thanos involved, he is unbeatable. And, then, uh, and if, uh, someone else said this on another podcast I listened to. They said, and even when he does finally lose at the end, it's not really him. It's him from 2014. Yeah. So it's not the fully fleshed out and Thanos that he won. doesn't even. He gets defeated by the Infinity Stones. The Avengers still yeah. can't even kill him. <laughs> like, yeah, so but he's trying. But that's the whole thing about Kang by Loki. And that here's the other thing. It. We're not seeing Kang get beat by Thor and Captain America and the Hulk. We've seen Kang lose to Ant-Man and Loki. So I don't think I don't think he's he's gone. The Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. But this version of him? This version of him. Because I don't know. That in credit scene kind of made me think he is. I don't know. 
I think that in credit scene, because what it is like, you're talking about the Loki in credit scene, or the no, one I'm talking about the okay. Ant Man in credit scene. Okay, so here's why. There's another reason because he does master time, right? So there's a possibility that on the Loki in credit scene, that person they're going to see is King the Conqueror, like in disguise, in a different time. I well, just I mean, so I think maybe no. I'm talking about the one where all the kings are yes. together. I just don't. And, yeah, and and he talks about how the he sees how it ends, and the end is him. So much him. He's talking about them because there's yeah. also the scene where where Ant Man is thinking like, "Hey, did we kill him?" Yeah. Well, no, he's not thinking. Did we kill him? He says. He says. He said that if uh, if he didn't get out, terrible things would happen. Oh no! Should like is. Did, is not letting him out like that's what's going to happen is like he should have been let out yeah. because he was going to do a lot of bad things but he was going to stop all the other kings so what i think so, is going to happen now is since he's not th- out he's dead yeah. now the avengers have to stop all so the i think kings. they're going to start taking kings and go on a streak in the next in the marvel cinematic universe but it's here's what i think i think it's going to be different kings i think we're going to i think that's what the theme of this is going to be is that it's um like you, every like individual movie that comes out, you're going to start seeing them like they have their own Kang to fight and they're going to have to kill them. And then what we're going to reach is the Kang dynasty. The next Avengers movie is them going to be having to fight against all the Kangs. Which to me, it makes that- it feel like they're the Chitari, right? It's just an army of, of a, yeah, of Kangs instead of just having one central, truly awesome bad guy. Yeah, that's so what I it think, feels like to me. So do you think, like, we know there's an upcoming Fantastic Four? Yeah, they're going to fight Kang's, a king. I guarantee they're going to end up one. fighting a king. And that's one thing I heard someone say was, like, this wasn't really an Ant-Man movie. This was, like, a Fantastic Four movie where he kind of shoehorned the Ant family and replaced them. Because Ant-Man... Is like I said, he more he's like he, always in the movies at least they've been like quirky heist movies, right? And that's yeah, what he does. We, and we didn't have the same supporting characters in this one that we did in the first two. And that that's what makes I think that is the best part of the films is like Luis, you know, Michael Pena's character. Yeah, they tried to make up with that with Modok in this, which was I did think every time someone called him Darren, I thought it was hilarious. Every time uh, they called Modoc Darren, I thought it was funny. I wa- Every I'm waffling time. between whether I liked him or not. I'm thinking like I liked him, but I understand you know it not working. But I mean, I liked it when they said Darren. I just I just thought it was funny every time they said Darren. Hey, they another question: Modoc Did Darren. you notice that uh, that that the wasp was in this movie? Well. <laughs> That's another thing I thought about. I mean, why they didn't have to call it Ant Man and the Wasp. They could just call it Ant Man Quantum Mania. Well, I don't man, they she was not featured at all. Now I know she's made some statements. If you didn't if you didn't already know who online, the wasp was, you would have thought the wasp was was Cassie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was uh Janet. She's the wasp too. That's true. <laughs> so, um so yeah, I don't that I'm I, she didn't have a lot to do in the movie, and she was there to be told, "I'm not going to tell you anything right now." 
And that's about it. I mean, she came back, I guess, at the end, saved him, and said, let's go home. And yeah, she doesn't great, do anything. But she doesn't really, yeah, she's kind of there. But even during the whole, like, you know, the final battle, like, she doesn't do a lot. She's not really present. No, it's, it, you see, you see Ant-Man fighting and you see Cassie fighting. And yeah. until the giant ants come. That's another thing to ants. <laughs> what a way to take an L, King. Ants. Ants. They defeated you. And then, I don't know. It was a, a fine, fun film. Yeah, was, I enjoyed it was, my. Time. It was a. It is a. Um, it is a movie that I would say pay matinee price it, for it. It's really yeah. It's really. MCU created this problem with like Endgame, right? But I mean, there are a lot of films that lead up to were like okay, you know, they were good movies, but they're not Infinity War, Endgame, you know event level films not everyone's going to be an event the problem is they market it like it's going to be an event yeah and that, when it I mean, was just iron man problem. and thor and like those original ones coming out before you like that's the other part is that we have this expectation that it's going to be yeah. this perfectly weaved together but, I mean, story. it's fine just to be where it's a good you know comic action movie i mean I mean, you really get what what I expected. I got out of what I expected from the film. I was, I mean, Ant Man's not a huge, you know, any of the other movies. They they weren't like huge draws as far as like critically and, um, I mean, sure some critics liked it, but they were like they're okay. They're 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 fun. They're, they're probably I will say this: they did a good job of solving the why doesn't he just ask the Avengers for help problem. Yeah. Oh, like. Man. No way for them to do that. So uh, kudos there. Good good writing on that part. But yeah, I don't know. I agree. It's kind of fine. Um, anything else that you're watching? Just The Last of Us. And um, I'll be starting Mandalorian on Wednesday. I can't wait. I can't wait. And then just, just that. So how about you? Anything else? No, man, Ant Man, and then I honestly haven't like I haven't even I haven't even played Harry Potter as much the last couple of days. It's been busy, dude. So busy. So tonight, tonight we were out late because um, I've been. Uh, tomorrow is Go Texan Day in Houston, um, the Friday before wow. the rodeo starts. Um, every year, good times, good times in H. Yeah, good times in H Town, baby, and. Uh, so I went out and bought my son a little pair of like baby boots to wear to school tomorrow. So that's what I did tonight before good we deal. get in the spirit, get in the spirit, man. Go Texan day. Houston rodeo <laughs> is upon us. All right. Well, where can people find you on the uh, internet, Joe, on the interwebs? You can find me. Uh, I, I hate when people say that. I don't even know why I just did that, but whatever. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Joe underscore Goodman. Uh, you can also find some stuff from me on uh, our daily bears as well. Um, Matt, where can people find you and where can they find the podcast? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt underscore workman podcast is on Twitter at the bear den pod and on the website, the bear den pod.com. Yep. And uh, as always, we are part of the pigskin podcast network. Go check out pigskin podcast network. They've got tons of podcasts that you yeah. can check out. Use the uh, promo code TPPN and I get the free uh, $1,000 bets. Yeah. 
It's like a, a risk-free $1,000 bet on DraftKings promo code TPE. You can't beat that, man. Can't beat like, it. Yeah. What if you win? It's free money. Free money. What, what are you, what free, are you Literally free money. Free money. Yeah. Go bet on Baylor to beat Texas. Yeah. Bet on whatever you want to bet on. Bet on the Mavericks to win the NBA championship. Whatever. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> bet on the Rangers to win 80 games. Whatever. You know, whatever you want to do. Also, I wouldn't recommend that. Wouldn't recommend it. Oh, but I do recommend using DraftKings and checking out the Pixel Podcast Networks. Uh, Matt, until next week, as always. Sick and bears. Sick and bears.